What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Duran. I got my co-host on the line with me tonight. What's going on, Jay? Now, my she looking looking forward to another great episode tonight. But want to quickly remind you, you can catch us on Grind City TV Tuesday nights, prime time. That's 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can download it on your Roku TV and Google Play app. Also, you can you can follow us on TikTok at Hold a Husband Podcast. All right, T. Uh, I also want to remind you all, you can catch the audio playback of the podcast every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on thecore94.com. I want to give a shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us lights with our background audio. Um, And I also want to give a shout out to our supporters that have been donating to the podcast through our Cash App and our PayPal. Uh, We definitely appreciate the support, so keep the support coming. Tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about upgraded beauty, uh, and we're going to be bringing on a guest that will be able to give us a female perspective on makeup and body or beauty enhancements. Um, so I think it'll be a real interesting conversation. Uh, but y'all know how we do around here. Uh, we like to talk about stuff that we see on our timelines uh, or stuff that has been trending. Uh, so so we got some, some pretty... I, I would say expected situations. Uh, so the first thing that we we're going to talk about is another situation involving Kanye and Kim and their custody situation. Um, Kanye put up some uh, posts uh, regarding his daughter North being on TikTok. Uh, and so there seems to be there are some controversy over one parenting allowing their child to be on social media, uh, even though the other the father may object. Let's take the let's take a listen. Now. I can understand how Kanye feels about this. Um, There's a lot of safety concerns when it comes to social media, especially for somebody who's as famous as North is. Um, But I also think it's unrealistic to expect her to not be engaged on social media. Like her mother is one of the most popular women in the world. And so she's, she's in school. She has, she has, other friends and she gets to interact with other kids so she's going to want to do some of the things that they do right and and we're seeing and we're seeing kids get on social media younger and younger you know back when we were growing up you know we didn't have social media i mean i think the first closest thing social media i had was black planet and i think i was like maybe 14 or 15 at the time but now we're seeing kids as young as six seven eight years old with, with a facebook instagram TikTok, you know even a snapchat yeah, stuff like that, you know, you have to have parental parental monitoring yeah. going on. Uh, oh, no doubt. There are creeps, there are people, pedophiles, oh. etc. Um, and if you are somebody that is rich and famous that has money, there are a lot of different things that could be that could t- take right. place regarding your child. Um, your child could be doing a TikTok dance with your address showing in the background, you know what I'm saying? Like you right. never know what what could get exposed on social media. So I yeah. can, I can definitely understand his concerns, exactly. but I don't think this is going to be something he's going he's going to be able to control or or he can't. because right because what it's if impossible. she possible? I was just about not, to say that not, 
It's not there. So she could be on, and she could be on somebody else's. She ain't gotta have her exactly. own TikTok to end up on TikTok. True. Somebody could bump into to North at the mall. Hey North, you know what I'm saying? Like it could be. You never know what, and, and it could it's, exactly. that could happen live. Somebody could be at an event going live, and she end up on social media. So it, it is impossible. Um, but. Yeah. This is this is gonna get so messy, man. Seeing how yeah. they all they disputes and all they disagreements, what? it's gonna well, go to social media. Exactly. I mean, listen, we're never gonna have you know we're never gonna be short of stuff to talk about with all the stuff going on with them. I mean, this is about like I think the third thing we third or fourth thing we've covered is concerning Kanye and Kim. But here's my question: to You think, like how are you with your daughter's social media? Like, are you constantly monitoring it? Like, how do, how does that work? My yeah. wife monitors her social media. Okay. She has a page. Uh, that's associated with her cheerleading. You know, my daughter's a competitive cheerleader, so I'm a yeah. cheer dad. Uh, so she she has a page centered around that and kind of her network, you know, cheer companies, uniform right. companies and stuff like that. Um, so, but she's just now getting into middle school too. So I expect her social media, you know, presence to, to increase. Um, but we monitor, you know, you know, to a degree, she she's she's a gamer, so she she plays well, games okay. and and that type of stuff more than she's yeah. on social media right now. Yeah. But my wife my wife monitors it, you know, to make sure it ain't no adults following her, and you know, some it's politics and stuff that go on in a in a gym. So sometimes, yeah. you know, stuff can come, you know, racist stuff. Somebody say something crazy, and you, you know, yeah. but. And then, then there's also a, a group chat. So, you know, somebody could say something slick or post something slick in the group chat um, that could spark some beef too. So my wife be all over that, man. She she, she be going in. Wow. <clears throat> but we'll, so we'll see, man. Hopefully they, they can get to a point where they, they not going viral or Kanye exactly. doesn't have to resort to, to social media in exactly. the future. Uh, now this next post was really interesting. I, I was actually surprised to see it. Um, but AJ Johnson, uh, those of y'all that may not remember from the movie House Party, she was Shireen. Uh, she was the mother from the movie Baby Boy. I think that was her most popular roles. Yeah. Um, but she's always been super fine. Uh, so she was on Angela Yee's uh, podcast, Lip Service talking about her experience having a threesome with two men. Let's take a listen. It's very normal <laughs> for like threesomes when it's two women and a man. But do you think we'll ever come to a place in society where it'll be like right. a threesome is two men and a woman and a woman and they'll be okay with that? Mm -hmm. No. I'm I'm here I'm I'm Let me pick done that. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And two and men? They, two men. Mm -hmm. And and they traded off. It was like they were friends mm -hmm. and they traded off the best 50th birthday ever. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Okay? And they, they were, they, and they traded off. So it was never like them together. <laughs> together, okay. It was like they were flip-flopping me. You know, one would please me, then he'd pass me to the other. And one would kiss me, and then he'd spin me around for the other. Oh. It was like powerful? a beautiful dance. Oh, my nice. goodness. <laughs> wow. It was, Tennis like, match. it was like doing a salsa with two guys at the same time. <laughs> Just like romantic and sexy. Nice. And never intertwined, but at the same time, it was two. So they were friends with each other. They were friends. Okay. And I knew they were friends. Mm -hmm. Man, I did not expect that. Uh, but that's that's what's up, man. That, that reminded me uh, of my best friend in, in high school, in college, and et cetera. 
Um, <clears throat> a lot of women like like the idea of being with two men at the same time. Um, there's some shame that can come with it. Uh, I think I, I think on my page or on social media we've had a discussion before about a threesome involving two guys and one woman. Uh, a lot of people refer to that as a train. Um, <laughs> yep. And and some people, you know, a lot of women take offense to that. No, it's a threesome. But like like Angela was saying, <clears throat> when you say threesome, most people picture two women and one one guy. Yep. Uh, so so I know you from New York. Is that what? Is that how y'all did? Yeah, that's what identify. Yep, threesome and a train, you know, two guys and one girl. But you know, she she's very, you know, she's very candid, very crass about it, you know. And she's like it's like you said. Well, she's single, you know what I mean? She's yeah. single, she can do what she wants. Yep. You know, in my opinion, she's probably speaking what a lot of women want to do, but want to say it without being shamed or judged. True. You know, um that that is the unfortunate part of, you know, having a society where when you discuss your business out loud, yeah. uh, people are gonna judge you for it. But um the idea of it. You know, like, cause when, when people say, like, I've heard people say something like, "Why would two guys like, man, if if it's a chick and both of y'all are focused on the chick, it ain't like y'all interacting with each other or nothing." You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I, I mean, and, and for yeah, for me, not, it creates bonding moments with my partners. You know what I'm saying? Like to to have chicks that we tossed up or ran through or whatever, right. like stuff like that. You never, you kind of never forget it, really. Exactly. Listen. I'll, you know, times you're not even thinking about that. You just, you know, you think about getting in, getting yours off. You not think about, you ain't thinking about none of that. Like, oh, you there with another, you know, with another guy naked. You ain't. It's almost like you think about it like this. Like, you know, you've been in the military. When you go in the shower in a communal situation, you're not looking at another yeah. guy. Dick or nothing. You, you just, just gotta do your thing. Time. You be there, watch your ass, tell your business, get get the hell out of there. You ain't, you ain't in there looking. Like, but but for for somebody like her, like I, man, I had such a big crush on her growing up. Like she was so so fine. She's still super fine. Uh, like that's one cougar that I can see guys and shit. Yeah, in their twenties would still be trying to sh sleep with her. Oh, so I wonder yeah. how the conversation went to to for it to pop off. Like, cause that's always been. <clears throat> the most interesting parts of it, like was, how you talk, how you talk the, the yeah. chick into having a threesome or whatever. And, she does, and she's actually, she has like a reality TV show on, was it on TV one, where she does like some type of, where she does couples therapy and everything. That's the irony of that. Yeah, man, that, that's, that's <laughs> a uh, real interesting situation, you know, yeah. like, uh, <clears throat> now I don't think, um, most threesomes, I don't think they're they're like as romantic as she was describing it, like kissing and all that. Like I wouldn't do right. all that. Like Either. I can't be kissing <laughs> on no. No, that's that's, yeah. that's too that's going too far for me. You know what I'm saying? She don't suck. She don't suck somebody else. <laughs> Here you are. Kissing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's. Yeah. Time out. You know what I'm saying? I gotta that, call that, time out. That's where me. we draw the line, dude. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have some boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like, but situation, like, there's also been situations where, like, see, I always thought um, the word train meant when one woman has sex with multiple guys in a row. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, so, so, 
in when I was a, in a child, I remember guys would run a train like a chick would be in one room and one guy would go and another dude would go in after him and another dude would, that's what I, I thought a train was. Um, but then as you t- you describe, you know, a- a actual threesomes, I came to think that it makes, well, let me, let me get your thoughts on this. To me, it yep. makes more sense. Like when you having a threesome, when it's two guys and one guy, one dude's usually hitting it from the back while she's giving head yeah. to the other dude. So that connection assembled yeah. was like a, a train, train. And a caboose connected to another train, you know, piece yeah. of the car. I mean, that's what comes to mind when, when we say when you say train. That's that pretty much what comes to mind. One guy hitting from the back and she's sucking the next guy off yeah. the front. Like that's so. That's how I always thought of it. Right. right, but but see, um, when I when I said that, like a lot of women take offense, they feel like it's a derogatory term. You know what? And I'm like, I, man, I, I don't so think I don't view it like that. I, I just because the way it, it has such a negative content, like like because everybody says, hey, I'm about to go. You gonna go run a train on that chick? Choo choo. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, it is. I, I guess it just sounds it, the way it sounds. The way it comes out it just sounds nasty. You know, when, when, when people say it, I guess. As opposed well, to I, like I you know, it's that, fun. I guess you know it, it's. I guess it's semantics, here, right? Because you, if you say threesome, right, no one bad an eye. Even if it's two bad and one good, right? You say threesome, nobody bad an eye. But now you say, hey, you you try to get down, run this train or whatever. Now it's it's probably actually looking at you like you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it, it depends on how open you are with your situation. Yeah. You know, um, I appreciate AJ for sharing her experience and being candid enough oh. and open enough to talk about it. Um, I don't think that makes her get viewed any any negatively uh, in any any way. Uh, but I guess if she was in a if she was married or if she was in a relationship, right. and she was doing that. I guess uh, the judgment would be there, right? Because um, yeah. remember when we had uh, Kenya on with uh, the Polly Morris episode? Yeah, uh, remember that. She said that they didn't get involved. They didn't like have threesomes and stuff. They just had separate, you know, yeah. defined. Relationships right. with other people, so I guess it just depends on what floats your boat. You know, everybody can't perform with with other people in the room like that. Like, so, so it, it can be awkward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So, all right, man. Let's keep things rolling, man. We uh we try to respond to some of the questions that we get in our DMs. So if you are interested in having your question answered or discussed on the podcast, make sure you hit us up. Uh, what we got in the inbox this week, Jay? We got our first question. We got Henry from the 305 Miami. All right. He wants to know, what's y'all take on a recent divorcee who married young, who goes out on a major whole faith? Is it possible to go back to being in a monogamous relationship? Uh, I think it's possible. I mean, anybody yeah. can choose to be in a monogamous relationship. How you're going to handle it and respond to the boundaries and stuff that come with it is a different story. <laughs> No, and that 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 answer is largely dependent on how satisfied and happy you are. You know, if you get you know, because a lot of the times when a guy cheats, especially in your in a situation where you married young and all that, most guys don't go into it planning to cheat or right. trying to do dirt. Um, that's usually a symptom of unhappiness that kind of reaches a boiling point, and then he's he kind of met with the dilemma of. Do I just leave and say, F it, you know what I'm saying? And take all the negativity that come with that. 
or do I try to do something every now and then on the side to try to fulfill my needs? So depending on the situation and how the guys, you know, what the what the mo- real motive is, it determines how he's going to go about dealing exactly. with it. I mean, yeah, it's not, but it sounds like probably you say say he's got married young, so it sounds like he didn't really get a chance to go that whole thing young. So now that he's back out there in the dating game, you know, you trying to you know best knock down all the all the women you can here. You know, I mean, like I said, that's it's natural. Yeah, I mean, I mean, eventually, eventually, you'll get tired of that, yeah. and if you have other things going on with your life, your schedule will kind of balance it out. Like you won't have time to just be chasing hoes all day, every day, <laughs> like a teenage boy would or a dude in college would. <laughs> so if you you married young, you should know going forward what you do and don't want in a woman. You should be able to identify where where you went wrong. You know what I'm saying? whatever caused the marriage to fail um and that should be reflected in your dating decisions going forward so yeah you capable of being faithful or monogamous i think is really dependent on the dating situation you find yourself in so if you effectively date and you find somebody that you're actually compatible with i ain't gonna say it's easy to to just give up fucking new women and new pussy Mm -hmm. and all that um, but it's definitely possible if you're in a situation where your needs are being met, it becomes a situation where it's not worth it to do the other stuff. You know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. What else we got, Jay? Uh, we got our next question. We got we got Sydney from Jefferson City, Missouri. Um, okay. She, she Missouri wants know, in the house. Yep. She wants to know how long should people date before becoming exclusive? There is no set time right. you have to date somebody. Right. Um, the only way that you can become exclusive or in a committed relationship is if two people mutually agree to be in one. Like you exactly. can discuss it. You, hey, I really like you. That I feel this way, or I was thinking about this. You can discuss it, but until they 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 acknowledge that they feel the same way and that's what they want, um, there is no timeline though. And exactly. so. The, the problem though with is people that operate with the timeline if you feel like there's a certain amount of time where it's supposed to happen it that turns into resentment and negativity if you feel like it's not happening soon enough you right. you'll well, create you, assumptions to explain exactly. it etc go ahead but, but, yeah because you're gonna what happens is you set yourself up for disappointment you're saying hey we should be the, we should be exclusively dating by let's just say two months and it doesn't happen in two months now you're gonna be like oh you why did you make me have sex? Why did you make me do X, Y, and Z? You, know you use me. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you'll be yeah, able to play you, the victim. You don't, um, want, it, you don't want to have that dis, and you just don't want to have that disposition. So th- there's no timetable. But now you got to, you should be able to tell. Okay, if this man's for real and he wants to, you know, eventually get into a committed relationship, or he's just, you know, he's just bullshitting with you. Well, you you can tell that by how are things going right during your dating process. Are y'all progressively spending more time together? Are y'all are, are y'all conversations getting deeper? Are y'all sharing more and more of your lives? Are your lives beginning to overlap? Like, are are, are you starting to meet his friends and family? Like, you get the, you can tell how serious you are with somebody by things like that. Do they involve you in their plans? How often? And like, are you somebody that they see in four and five times a week, or do you see him two or three times a month? Like you can tell how serious a person is with you by 
the amount of time and effort that they have into your dating situation. Um, so you have to, but if you are focused on when is this supposed to happen? How long yeah. till this is supposed to happen? I fear that your mentality is going to probably put pressure, unnecessary pressure on the situation because you're going to be inclined to try to force that outcome. And and at the end of the day, you don't want to, last thing you want to do is force a situation. You want that relationship, if if the committed relationship is what you want out of it, you want it to happen organically as opposed to trying to force a situation out of it. And and I have a question to that, right? To to people that think like that, right? The people that... Going to dating with this is supposed to happen in this amount of time. If you are spending time with them, you talking to them, you hanging out, you having sex with this person that you really enjoy and you want to be with, what's the rush? Mm, if you're getting if you're getting their time and energy, and the goal is for us to be together forever, for us to go from meeting one day to now we're inseparable, now we engage a couple years later. Like if you y'all. On Mondays, y'all getting dinner together, y'all going to the movies together, y'all doing, y'all are spending time together. Why is there such a pressure to make it a committed relationship? Because that doesn't guarantee y'all gonna be together. Actually, that's oh, that's a lot of times that's what destroys people. Yeah, it's the why. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. I don't, you know what? I, but I think I think it's more so women that that really want, you know, the relationship. Wants to, I think it's, I, in my opinion, they feel it's the ultimate validation when getting that relationship. You know, yeah, it, it's got to have that title for some, you know, and that's how a lot of women think. Yeah, I, I, it's just to me that means that their perception of dating is just just off because yeah. becoming someone's boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't really change anything. You could still break up just like getting married doesn't change anything. You could still get divorced. And exactly. we, we know that women are often unhappy be, because what they experience when they actually get in a relationship is drastically different than this, this persona of what dating a man should be like that they have in their head. You know what? Because a lot of times they're looking for, you know, guarantees and reassurances. And at the end of the day, when you're whether you're, like you said, whether you're in a committed relationship or a marriage, there's no guarantees. Because like you said, you there's always a chance you can break up. There's always a chance you can get divorced. There's nothing right. to really prevent it. You got to just try to make it last as long as you can. You got to try to make sure that uh, all you can do if you look in the mirror, you can say that I did my best. Take accountability for the things you did wrong or you your shortcomings and try to right. improve them going forward. Like that's exactly. that's, that's really all you can do you know um if somebody and if you're with somebody that has that same attitude and you have the you're actually compatible with them you should be able to get through all the rough patches but again there is no guarantee you're not even guaranteed to be alive next week or next month so you have to change your perspective on how you see those things if you focus on making sure you enjoy hanging out with that person as much as possible regardless of the title if that's the person you like being around and that he the feelings mutual then pressure no because you didn't make me your girlfriend you know what I mean? like a lot of times people men don't want to commit to women because of the expectations she has for a relationship are not realistic you know what i mean like and we yep. see it all the time what a man's supposed to do and what it means if he don't text back at this time and if he don't do this like a lot of guys 
avoid all that by not committing to a woman. Exactly. So, all right, y'all. Look like we about to uh, take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be bringing on our guests for the night and we'll be talking about upgraded beauty um, and the, the, the different ways women enhance their beauty and appearance. Y'all are tuned into the Hold a Husband podcast. We'll be back momentarily. Hi, I'm relationship coach and author Terry Duran, and I am pleased to announce that my book, It's Not That Complicated, is finally available as an audiobook. So if you don't like to read or you just don't have time to read a paperback book, this audiobook is perfect for you. You can listen to it while you're in your car, while you're at work, etc. In the book, I break down how husband material men think and operate in regards to sex, love, and relationships. And I provide real quality insight on how husband material men approach dating. The audiobook is available on audible.com and on iTunes. All you have to do is go to one of the websites and search for my name, Terry Duran. Go download your copy today. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Hold a Husband podcast. Tonight, we have our guest on for the night. We have Sin Cartier. What's going on? How you doing? Hey, hey, guys. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing all right. I you appreciate good? you taking the time to come on the podcast. Uh, oh, no. Before we get into the topic of other night, can you let our audience and our listeners know a little bit about you and your background? Sure. Uh, so my name is St. Cartier. I am a makeup artist, hairstylist. Um, I'm also a published model. Um, I okay. do also edit and all that. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty much I'm all over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so tonight's episode, we are talking about upgraded beauty uh, and some of the different uh, tools that women have to make themselves more appealing and more attractive. Uh, so with you being a makeup artist, I wanted to, to kind of get your perspective on this because with the fellas, uh, you know, barber, barbershop conversations, there's a kind of a gray area. Uh, where do you draw the line between enhancing your beauty and deception? I will say when it comes to plastic surgery, that's where I draw the line mm. because I've seen pictures when people get older because they don't look at it as the now. Okay, now, you know, the, the plastic surgery must have been like, okay, good, successful. But later on, um, as you see with pictures, like when they age, all that starts to sag where they do the Botox mm. and all that. And I feel like, um, you know, uh, at the end of the day, you have to embrace who you are in life and, and, and your beauty. Mm. You know, we all obviously we're not perfect. We don't have perfect skin. It's just all basically filtered or edited. And, and at the end of the day, you just um, have to understand that you just have to love yourself most importantly. Yeah, uh, I, I can see why that would be difficult uh, because with social media now you and the BBL culture, there are so many women with <laughs> fake bodies and, and artificial looks, filters and things of that are nature on their picture that I think it creates this uh, pressure on women to look beautiful and look gorgeous at all times. But I don't think that's what men really expect out of women. Do you think that, that that's putting pre unnecessary pressure on women? 
Um, to be honest, not necessarily. Like, um, any men out there should like you for who you are. Um, obviously, you know, yes, uh, the beauty, you know, like, obviously, you have to be some type of beautiful. But within meaning beautiful means you have to feel yourself beautiful. Like, I, right. I feel like you, a man shouldn't be the one telling you, oh, you're beautiful. You'd be like, I know that. I know I am. You know, and it's not sounding cocky, but it's like not many women out here um literally like call themselves like look in the mirror and be beautiful and be like oh what what do i have to enhance like today like maybe like you know do my brows do this do that but at the end of the day like i said um any men out there if they really want you they're really you're gonna be for you right so you, so do you think they're seeking you know these women are getting hands to, to seek male validation Oh, yeah, for sure. Because to be honest, um, you know, we live in a world that, to be honest, like girls that have mm -hmm. big bodies, like big breasts, big butt, or, or you know, like they do some plastic surgery on their face. The men do tend to lean towards more and the, the woman look at it as an investment because at the end of the day, right. the men will take care of them because they're so beautiful. Like, you're going to take care of me, pretty much. <laughs> So, so they look at it that as an investment into their lifestyle. Um, so, right. yeah, I, I mean, I can see that because uh, you see the women that, you know, get the body type and, and can get the look or the lifestyle of the Kardashians or whatnot, where they, they club in, they getting paid from social media there that they can make a, a pretty decent living off of it. Um, but I think that creates uh unrealistic expectations for the average woman um because do you think that there has to be something or counseling or therapy could help somebody that won't po won't post themselves without wearing makeup or without going to see a makeup artist etc like they're they they can be ashamed of how they really look naturally to be honest it's more like confidence um you know mm -hmm. if, if you're not confident within yourself in your own skin that's when i feel like you know they tend to use filters or they tend to mm -hmm. post something that they're really not on instagram they start you know literally editing because all the edit apps that you easily can um like let's say there's a double chin here i can minimize that and <laughs> in, in the tap of an eye and all that right. like seriously i can change my eye color and, and all that which is called like his face app face tune or something like that sometimes they use and um it really it really um is about confident with yourself like and what are you trying to project if you're trying to stick a sugar daddy then obviously yeah these women because they're following these role models so-called you know plastic right. girls that they they feel like you know oh well this girl she, she she's living a luxury life and 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 she got herself a sugar daddy so if they're portraying that they want that in their social media then yeah then obviously they're gonna be using filter and not really show us themselves it's like social media is all about really who are you trying to show the world that you want yeah and so now there that can create some some hypocrisy from the now perspective because the energy is drastically different if guys were to do that right if guys were oh. pulling up to the club in, the, in somebody else's car and showing somebody else's <laughs> life or in, enhancing the things that attract women uh men are 
frowned, that's very frowned upon from a male perspective. You're a fuckboy if you deceiving women or misleading women. Uh, so in regards to things like, like butt pads or, you know, push-up bras and stuff like that, do you think a woman should disclose that she's wearing those things to a guy she's dating? Or is that that's something that should be, you know, kept secret? I mean, to be honest, like, it really depends what kind of lifestyle you're looking. If you're just looking to meet a, a one-in-a-lifetime guy, like, let's say, like, you know, we just go out once. Like, I'm not going to disclose that I have all that. Like, I don't need to because I'm not trying. I'm not trying to further this relationship with you, you know, which is, yeah. I, I'm trying to get you, like, basically to fantasize about me, pretty much. Like, you know, trying to make you, like, in, in that in that middle, like, okay, you like, she looks good, but she don't want me. Like, you know, it, it all right. depends on the world, basically. If I'm a you know, if this is a guy that you want to, like, have a long relationship with, then yes, you're going to have to, because sooner or later, you're both going to be naked. He's got to see what yeah. he's going to see. Right. <laughs> exactly. But now, what are your thoughts on women who admit to having these enhancements? Um, I feel like it's no shame. It's no shame in your game. Um, you know, like mm -hmm. I said, every woman in, in has every right to do whatever they want with their body. That's what, you right. know, society uh, tends to be like more like yep. shameful. Like, oh my God, shame on her that she, she like lied on me that she didn't have the double D's, you know? Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no shame in your game. You know, like I said, every woman has every right to do whatever they want with their body. As some as men, you know, if, if men want to portray something like they their dick is bigger and they put some pad in there to like, you know, take a nice yeah. picture of the boss and you you know, yeah. like. <laughs> right. So, so how how would that? I, I will see uh, a guy would be all in the group chat. If he, if he, you find out he ordered some dick print mode or something like that, and, and he's posing on the ground, making it seem like he got a, he got a big dick. <laughs> no, that's, that's worse than, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you, uh, you, you keep that's lame. It. Yeah, yeah, you know, you gotta right. have, you gotta have some integrity. And, and for guys, I think, uh, we, we were talking about this on a recent episode, guys are, are, built for because we have to accept our shortcomings you know what i mean like we yep. don't have as many enhancements and things that we can do we can go get a haircut we can work out you know that so we can change our outfit but that's that's kind of the extent well i'll take that back that there are some weird well you'll be surprised no you'll be surprised really? no yeah you'll be surprised sir really? because i've actually seen a, a six pack um and like in, in a guy in <laughs> yes like, that's you mean, so hold on do you mean do you mean like body like a body sculpting six pack type of thing <laughs> yes
but when she takes it off, she her face, her skin is really messed up or is really unattractive. Is it unfair for her to not let a guy know that she's she's doing that to her to uh to her appearance? You know, that's, that, like I said, that's a very tricky question. Um, mm. I don't, you know, I, like I said, it, it, it really, it really is an internal battle with that woman at the time, because uh. a lot of women in my, in my career as a makeup artist, I know that um, sometimes I can have a face that has maybe like one to two pimples here, or I can have, I've done a face that has like really really bad acne and um they're like you know just make sure you cover everything um but i always give them that pep talk like you know like i can i can do my best to cover all your imperfections but at the end of the day you really need to start taking care more of your skin and that's when it comes about self-love um like i said it self-love is so big um literally i cannot express that enough because if the woman doesn't have self-love she's always gonna be like let me just put this fake that you know have perfect skin and but when you do find the one like I said that person should love you for all your imperfections and vice versa you know like I don't feel like if if, if you're with somebody and that person judges you like oh you look ugly with makeup you shouldn't be with that person because that person should love you with or without makeup makeup just should be just um, basically like just like when you want to feel like when you need that little like hum like i feel like when when it comes to makeup especially me when i need that extra boost of confidence i'll be like okay i'll do my makeup today but i on on the everyday basis i really don't do my makeup like i really be straight as if no filter like right now i have no makeup just my brows and and, and my lips done but other than that i just i just you gotta be confident with your skin very true um, well, I, 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 I like the fact that women can get the boost to their self-esteem and, you know, can cover up scars and things of that nature. Um, I just think that, that some women are, are pushing it to the extreme um, to monetize their sexuality and their attractiveness or whatnot. Uh, so it, it just creates um, a, a really murky dynamic for them when it comes to dating because... We know a lot of these women make themselves more attractive. They generate more sexual attention. Um, they don't yeah. necessarily make guys more interested in dating them or taking them seriously. So you can, you know, if you make your butt too big or you make it to where that's all people can see or that's the that's your I identity, then I think the woman's doing herself a disservice uh, by, by going overboard with it. Um, from, from a guy perspective, you know, like I said, we don't have that many options, you know, so we got to kind of work with what we, what we got and date in our lane. You know what I mean? Like you can enhance it, getting your getting a bag or getting some money, but for the most part, you, 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 you guys all we can, yeah. picking orders figured out. All, yeah. All we can do is like you said, get a fresh cut, dress nice and, and smell good. Yeah, I say your cologne, fellas. You, you hit them with that yeah. cologne and that that hug. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That, yeah. that that's where you, yeah. you get your have a remember. You know, that's, thinking about you and all that when the songs come on. Those are the type of things that are making you more successful, fellas. No. So, 
No, yeah, the cologne ah. is like the ultimate, ultimate. <laughs> so I have this phenomenon uh, regarding women that like to glow up and then curve guys, um, I guess for their own benefit, uh, but primarily guys that didn't like them in their old way. Uh, we see this, you know, on my page, I get posts where a woman will have a, like a drastic transformation. She loses a bunch of weight and now she went from being overweight to now she's super, super fine. And the, a lot of these women feel like they want to just shit on their exes and all the guys that thought they were overweight. To me, I think that's, that's kind of delusional because the woman had to think she was overweight too in order to either get the surgery or put in the work to lose the weight. Am I tripping or? <laughs> no, question. yeah, like, um, you know, that that's that's definitely, um, you know, a, a lot of women, they they initially, if, if they've been with somebody for a period of time and then they break up, uh, a lot of women tend to be like that revenge body, what we call it. You know, they go to the gym, they work <laughs> Revenge out, body. They, they... <laughs> never heard of it. I never heard of that. Revenge body. Yeah, I mean, okay. originally, yeah, Khloe Kardashian originally came with that uh, revenge okay. body when she, like, yeah, when <laughs> she transformed her really 360, but, I mean, that's another story. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but in general speaking, um, they do tend to do that. They tend to be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to show him what he's missing. And, and at the end of the day, um, either it can go left, all right because like either in that path and that journey that now you're going through you tend to like look like really fall in love with yourself so you start to be like oh i look good you know and, and then or sometimes they'll be like oh well as soon as i get right he's gonna want me back and then at the long run you know he sees you again and he don't want you back and that's something that you have to understand that when you go through this major transformation you have to do it for yourself and that's like i said self-love is i cannot express it enough it's like major to have in your life with everything and and if this sometimes these women like i said they do it for the wrong things and then they be empty and sometimes they can have the perfect body and 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 i've seen a lot of a lot a lot of a lot of women that is like they have your perfect body but they're depressed they they're sad and i'm just like girl you look fucking good like why are you depressed <laughs> like you know and, and they oh. tend to linger on that person that they don't want them and they went through this change for nothing and it's like no but, you you can do so much other things <laughs> well it's it's more than that i think that that kind of highlights the problem like it's really yeah women can enhance their beauty but the biggest issues that men are having is their personalities, their expectations. Dating them is very unpleasant for the men that they date. That's why he fell out of love. That's why he doesn't want her anymore. Because from a guy perspective, to pass up on a really gorgeous woman with some good pussy, it has to be a reason behind it. You know what I mean? Like that's, right. that's something that guys don't right. just do out the blue. Um, and so I think if women can learn to identify the things that they're doing that are making guys feel that way or become distant or fall out of love, um, and we, we focus some energy on that instead of just the exterior beauty, I think we'll have, we'll have some better results. No, yeah, you're definitely true on that. Like I said, a lot of women just focus on the outside because of their 
these so-called, you know, plastic girls that like living the life or whatever. But at the end of the day, that's not what a, a man holds down for. Like, you know, a man is not gonna just like be with you because you're perfect body. Like, you, right. your energy, everything has to match the outside. Very you think, true. Do you think that's like a? Do you think that's a self-love or self-esteem issue? Yeah, I, I feel like it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, a lot of women nowadays are so easy. Like, you know, they break up with somebody, boom, they're already jumping in a relationship within like weeks, or not even months, without giving the proper space of get to know you. Like, you know, it's like, right. I, I, I feel like we live in a society that is like people look at us like, oh, you're alone, you're single, you're 30 plus, you're 40, you're you're like you're a loser and it's like no like if you're not married you don't have kids you're not a loser you're living your best life like it's not the problem <laughs> like if you don't want to be married with nobody don't be married with nobody like i feel like society nowadays rushes oh at, at 25 30 you gotta start already you know being engaged right. with somebody and, and and that's why unfortunately a lot of yeah a lot of people nowadays are still rushing in relationship and and without really getting to know themselves because like how the quote says if you don't love yourself how can you love anybody else no doubt yeah the the expectations people have on wanting things fast wanting what they see without knowing the background or what really is involved in it um i think there are a lot of things that can kind of contribute to that a uh, large part of it is Disney movies, romantic comedies, where yep. there's this idea that there's this perfect guy and he's going to sweep you off your feet <laughs> and he's going to love everything about you. And it's like, yep. that's that's not real, you know, um, because in real life, men like imperfections in women, stretch marks and stuff that women, women typically are, I've noticed, are harder on other women than men are. Um, because I think guys are, are realistic. Do do we like the Insta model with the super big booty? Yeah, but we know that's not realistic. We know every woman don't look perfect that ain't got on a perfect outfit and a designer this and like I think the average guy can tell the difference between reality and what's not real. Um, but the problem is we have so many people that want to be celebrities that want to date the girl the rapper dates and live like the rapper girlfriend and the rapper baby mom and it's like man those people don't represent the average person so y'all need to calibrate your goals and with your expectations uh to something more realistic no yeah that, that and i completely agree with you a thousand percent i actually like the other day i don't know if you guys familiar with ari fletcher the one that's dating money bag yo she mm-hmm. actually admitted that she's pol- pol- polygamous well you posted it too terry that she's polygamous and that she actually because i actually had a hard time when they got together to really like think that money bag was just with her because the way money bag <laughs> you know like he yeah he's not he's not just a one time like I'm, I'm just be with you baby no it's not how it goes so she actually admitted and i'm and i'm glad she is because a lot of women need to see this this is real life like if you're with a rapper expect to not be the only one and now if that's the life that you want for yourself then go for it but i understand that it comes with the price pretty much and i was like yeah. oh shoot i was like i knew it wasn't perfect i knew i was like i knew he could give her gifts and <laughs> but i knew it wasn't like 
just so oh I'm just with you like they actually have girls they actually have like three sons and like I said each to each his own but at the end of the day me as a woman I believe that I just me and my guy and that's it like I cannot be with like an extra like around like you know but like the three years old but yeah I was gonna say you have to be real secure you have to be real secure to be able to handle a situation like that without additional jealousy and you know what I'm saying like sneaking and you know, trying to violate the other partner's privacy and things of that nature. I don't think most people, men or, or women, forbid, are let's say, right? Or God forbid, yeah. let's say, like the guy like loves her more than he loves you, but now he's he wants he's like for another third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's it's a slippery slope. Um, but like I said, I don't think it's not realistic for people to try to live expect to be able to live like a celebrity. Like so, right. yeah, that that may work for some celebrities, but I don't know of very many rapper relationships that last decades. You know, there are a couple, but most of them don't. Most of them end up having exactly. baby mamas and exes, etc. So I don't think those are the people that people should be basing as their relationship goals. Now, success goals, maybe lifestyle. Yeah, you can want to become rich and famous, but. You have to be able to tell the difference between what goes on among regular people in their regular dating lives and on a day-to-day basis and what you see on somebody else's Instagram feed. Um, right. Those are two right. totally That's different That's like I said, I respect her. Yeah, and I respect her for coming out and saying that because I don't know too many that have actually been like, or, you know, because I don't know what's going on with Little Dirk and, and, you know, his girl, but it's like, yeah. I'm glad that at least somebody in this industry were like, this is what it is and this is what comes with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <clears throat> back to, uh, before we get up out of here, it looks like we, we're all up against the clock. Um, can you let let our audience know where they can find you and your content uh, before we get up out of here? Sure, of course. So you guys can find me, follow my uh, personal page on uh, St. Cartier and then my brand page at Cartier Glows. And then I also have a show called Meet My Followers. You guys can tap into that. And then I have a blog page called Cartier Glows. All of Instagram. <laughs> Okay. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast. Uh, I, I, I think talking about beauty and enhancement, these are always hot topics that come up an awful lot. So I appreciate your insight into the female perspective. Uh, before we get up out of here, I want to give another shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us laced with our background audio. I also want to remind y'all to continue donating to the podcast to our cash app and our PayPal. Uh, Jay, I appreciate you linking up with me to get the episode knocked out. Really? Uh, look forward to trying to get EB back on the show, man. And this has been another episode of the Hold a Husband podcast. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Peace. No, thank you, guys.